Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Monday, July 31st. Canadian venture capital saw improvement in the second quarter of 2023, despite a generally muted picture for this investment sector globally. Across the whole of the first half of 2023, a return of US investors helped boost Canadian VC, with these investors accounting for 44% of funding, ahead of Canadians at 40% and other international funders at 16%, according to CPE Analytics. Overall, the second quarter posted $1.95 billion in disbursements, up from $1.3 billion in the first quarter. The second half of 2023 totaled $3.25 billion, down 62% from the same period of 2022. Among the top industries invested in, ICT companies raised $1.9 billion, or 59% of the total amount, while biotech and cleantech ranked as distant recipient sectors, raising $557 million and $483 million, respectively. The data shows that smaller companies with up to 49 employees raised $1.6 billion, accounting for 48% of total disbursements. Early-stage financings raised $1.6 billion, while growth and late-stage financings raised $1.14 billion. Scotiabank Global Wealth Management has announced some leadership changes, with Glenn Gowland, group head, promoted to vice chair to be succeeded by new hire Jackie Allard. The changes take place from January 1st, 2024, with Gowland's new role recognising the important part he's played in the growth of the Big Six Bank's global asset management and advisory businesses since joining Scotiabank in 2000. He'll be succeeded by former RBC executive Jackie Allard, who will join the firm on September 1st as Deputy Head Global Wealth Management before assuming the group head role on January 1st. At RBC, she was most recently EVP of personal financing products in the personal and commercial banking business, but has 30 years of industry experience at various financial services businesses, including Head of Wealth Management Solutions and Client Experience at RBC, Head of Operations and CIO for the Global Investment Division for Manulife Financial, and President of Manulife Asset Management Canada and Global Chief Operations Officer. Three new ETFs have been launched by Invesco Canada, which offer investors factor and thematic opportunities to invest in the current macroeconomic environment. The Invesco Russell 1000 Dynamic Multifactor Index ETF is based on the Russell 1000 Invesco Dynamic Multifactor Index, which reweights large cap securities on the Russell 1000 Index using a rules-based system and multifactor scoring based on one of value, momentum, quality, low volatility or size. There's also an international version of this strategy, which leverages the FTSE developed XUS Dynamic Multifactor Index. The Invesco International National Developed Dynamic Multifactor Index ETF will track this index and use a similar reweighting of large cap securities. The third new ETF is the Invesco Morningstar Global Energy Transition Index ETF. It's designed as a thematic fund targeting firms worldwide that stand to benefit from the energy transition megatrend, such as those involved in carbon capture and renewables. It's based on the Morningstar Global Energy Transition Index. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, what's the Canadian bond market telling investors right now? Fiera Capital strengthens its leadership team for EMEA and Asia growth. And Morgan Stanley's Wilson says the stock rally is similar to 2019. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.